Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hi, everybody. It's Catherine here doing another podcast from nature on my iPhone for you. I heard from a few of you that the sound quality was totally fine on the other one, so I figured I'd give it another shot. Um, I'm here today to talk about a very small and important topic, your life purpose. (laughs) So I want to talk about this today because my course closes on Monday, April 5th, my course Practical Spirituality. And the first week is four or five lessons all about how to discover your life purpose. Um, And I've been doing a lot of research about it and a lot of reading and a lot of writing and a lot of thinking. And as I've been doing it, I have kind of opened up to realizations about misconceptions that people have about life purpose. And I wanted to share a few of my thoughts on that for you in case it was helpful. Because I think, you know, I talked about in my last podcast about how spirituality can support sensitive people. That I think one of the reasons is that spirituality can kind of give you an anchor and purpose in your life. And that's something sensitive people in particular are looking for because of our empathetic and compassionate natures. We want to know, why are we here? How can we help? What's the point? But I think for many of us in the past years, we've come past two and, and over the one year anniversary of, of um, the global pandemic. And then the past year of the stark inequality and violence of white supremacy opening up to many of our eyes, the sense of purpose becomes, has become more important than ever. And of course, you may have had a lot of more time to think about it, or you may have been faced with some um, uncomfortable realities about your life as it stands and how it's not working anymore. And you may be feeling more called to step into the idea of a life purpose and to find that. So I want to talk today about seven myths or misconceptions that I see about um, life purpose to help you kind of understand a little bit about maybe in the ways which you may be thinking about it may not be supportive. And I want to offer some some different distinctions for you. And I want to invite you to join me in Practical Spirituality. I have a code for you guys. It's just the word soother. And you can use that for 10% off of the course. The link to enroll will be in the show notes. And we close Monday, April 5th. And I will not be running it again this year. And I I don't say this is like a creepy marketing tactic because I don't like those. I've decided in the past year to never market out of scarcity because I think it's false and kind of gross. So I never want to be like, I only have two coaching spots left. I mean, sometimes I do only have two coaching spots left. And if I'm saying that I'm being authentic. Um, but like, what I guess what I'm trying to say here is I don't know when I'll run this course again. I something I've realized in the past year and a half, two years of coaching and course creating and everything is I, I don't always like rerunning courses. Actually, I, my, a, a big creative process for me is, is the creation and building and, and teaching for the first time of the course. And so I'm feeling more called to create more new courses and, and run those and not necessarily rerun others. So this one, I'm not sure. I'll probably have it as like a standalone that you can always purchase at some level, but it won't be running it live again this year and maybe not again at all. So, but I'm not saying that to try to 
be a creepy marketer and be like, you have to sign up now. You'll never have the chance again. I just want to be honest with you about um, kind of my process and how I'm thinking about my courses and stuff. Any hoodles purpose. What about it? So let me make sure that this is still recording. All right. Okay. So I'm going to talk about seven misconceptions or myths about purpose. And the first myth is that I think people think that finding and discovering and stepping into their life purpose will give them happiness. And that's not true. Finding your purpose does not give you happiness. (laughs) Finding your purpose and stepping into it gives you meaning. And I think we need to make a distinction between meaning and happiness in our lives. Many of us may be suffering from depression or anxiety or sadness or apathy or disappointment in our life. And I think we may hook on to discovering of a life purpose as a way out of that, those tough feelings or tough experiences. And maybe some of us think that if and when we find our life purpose, then everything will be fixed. Then everything will be great. Then I'll be happy. And I'm here to tell you as somebody who believes that she has discovered and stepped into her life purpose in the last couple of years, it, um, sometimes it gives me happiness. (laughs) And sometimes it makes my life harder. (laughs) But what it, so it doesn't give me happiness, right? What it does do is give my life meaning. And I think that's the distinction that's important to make about finding a purpose. It's not, um, how to, how to put it? It's not a life raft when you're drowning, but it is an anchor when you're feeling lost. And I don't really know if that's a true distinction or not, but what it does for me is it give me, it gives me a lens through which to, to view my world and to give some of the things that I'm going through challenges and a North star to follow in situations when I feel lost. Does it prevent me from tough emotions? Does it prevent me from sadness? Does it prevent me from anger or conflict in my life? No. And like I said, it actually sometimes can increase some of those things in your life because you feel called by something larger than you that isn't convenient, that may go against the beliefs of other people, that may draw you away from pre-existing careers or relationships. Um, and so it's, there is a possibility that it can increase difficulty in your life if you feel called to step into and discover and live out your purpose. Um, but the meaning part really cannot be understated because even if you're not it doesn't give you all of this like easy breezy, like happiness and just joy all the time. It does give you that sometimes. And it gives you this anchor of meaning, which it it just, it, it grounds you to the earth. Like you don't feel like you're an orbiting person lost in space with no understanding or context for why you might be here. It gives you something to hold on to and to look at for your talents and your challenges and the things that are unfolding in your life. So That's the first misconception about purpose I wanted to discuss. Purpose does not give you happiness, but it does give you meaning. The second misconception I think that I see sometimes when people talk about purpose is that they think it's incredibly specific and it never changes. And I'm here to say, I think that your purpose can be relatively broad. And I like to think purpose um, as an umbrella and your purpose will take many different evolutions in this lifetime. So you know, probably I should have said this at the beginning, but I think generally my purpose is to use my creative talents and my voice to help people overcome fear to live intentional, authentic lives. It's kind of the short version of it. Right. And, um, that has taken many forms already in my pretty short 41 year old life. Right. Um, it, it has of course taken my current form of, of life coaching and teaching 
Uh, I've done it being a writer. I've done it being a manager. And I've done it being a friend. I'm doing it, I think, being an aunt and a, and a sibling. And I don't know what it will look like going forward. Maybe I'll become like a professor. Maybe I'll become a book author. Maybe I'll become a yoga teacher. You know, like, so the form in which the container in which your purpose takes place is going to change all the time. But usually there'll be kind of a guiding North Star um, about it, like about your particular talents and how they're expressed and why you're expressing them and who they're impacting. So it's not just like my purpose is to be a um, firefighter in the, ta- in the town of Cincinnati <laughs> or whatever. That's so specific. And that may be the container for your purpose at one period of your life. But maybe your purpose is to, you know, help a community stay safe um, and bond together, right? And like being a firefighter is just one container for that. And it's going to change as you grow and age and mature and step more fully into it. And, you know, you may have already been living out your purpose in ways that you haven't actually given yourself credit for or acknowledgement. So that's something for you to think about too. Okay. Misconception myth number three about purpose. It's meant to impact others. I do think that for many people, your purpose is meant to help others and to help mend a broken world. And then I think for some people, your purpose is really just about you in this lifetime and your your experience of yourself and your own personal growth. So we don't always have to think of purpose as an external thing, how it's affecting other people externally. You may benefit from thinking about where where is is your purpose about your self-expression, your healing, your understanding of yourself in this life, you know? And that may have a side benefit of helping other people, right? Like maybe you will choose to use it to help other people, but sometimes it's just enough that you're doing it for you, you know? I mean, I think, again, maybe I should have said this at the beginning, but the why we have a purpose is that we're souls that come to earth to learn lessons and try to embody them. And sometimes those lessons will take the form of using those lessons to help and aid other people or help repair the world or improve the world. And sometimes your soul just needs to focus on you for a lifetime. And it's about you stepping into your full authenticity of who you are, healing any wounds that have come up for you and giving yourself permission to be you know, your whole beautiful self. And that doesn't mean it's always going to impact other people. I think that's hard for some people to understand. And if if that ends up kind of being their purpose in a way, because we give so much like credence to like doing for others. And that's is like, seems like the most important thing in the world. And we don't give very much time to just like being ourselves and helping ourselves and focusing on ourselves. And so it can feel maybe a little bit less noble, I guess, to have a purpose that doesn't necessarily impact other people. But I I disagree with that. I think it is noble, whatever form it takes. If it's just about your soul healing in this lifetime, sometimes that's the most noble thing you can do. Uh, grand tradition of lists. I forgot what number I'm on. But the next misconception I want to say or myth about purpose is that it's about achieving something. And I think sometimes purpose is actually about letting go. So in practical spirituality, we're going to be looking at some placements in your astrological birth chart that can guide you to better understanding of your purpose. And one of them is, um, is an asteroid comet thingy (laughs) called Chiron, um, which is popularly referred to as the wounded healer. 
And this, the placement of this asteroid can help you understand wounds that your soul has undergone in this lifetime or in previous ones that you are here to to face and to heal and then to embody the lessons of and um when i think about this in relation to purpose or letting go in relation to purpose i think about that sometimes like part of my purpose is is the things i talked about like teaching and helping other people with my voice and creativity Sometimes I think another part of my purpose is letting go of fear. And that doesn't look necessarily like any achievement, right? That's not necessarily about accomplishing a thing or helping other people. But my Chiron is in um, in the sign of Taurus. And when your Chiron's in Taurus, there's like other stuff about it, like what house it's in and everything. But you, you, you have a significant fear of loss of material things and, and loss of love. And, you know, as I've worked through my codependency and people pleasing and perfectionism and fear, that's rung very true for me. And so part of my purpose, you know, it's not necessarily about achieving. It's about how can I be with my fear and how can I move past it in this lifetime so that it doesn't rule me and make decisions for me. Um, And so that's a misconception and myth about, about this that I wanted to state that sometimes it's not about like... It's not about doing all the time. Sometimes it's about shedding. Purpose can be about shedding. The next next misconception. That your purpose comes down like a clarity of light from an angel or an external force and is blessed upon you and written out very clearly. (laughs) Your purpose is not decided by somebody else and not approved by somebody else and not like blessed upon you by somebody else. Um... It is, you kind of just decide it's your purpose, right? Like nobody told me that my purpose is to use my creative talents and my voice to help um, people overcome fear and codependency through my teachings or anything like that. I just was like, I think that's my purpose. And then I was like, I'm running with it. (laughs) So this is going to be hard for many of my audience because we're perfectionists and people pleasers and we want that stamp of approval and that external validation and external like decision from somebody else. But I'm here to tell you, you kind of just decide, like, I'm going to be walking you through several lessons for like self-reflection and astrological placements and, and things like that, that will help guide you. And then we're gonna be writing like a first draft of our purpose. And it's just going to be a first draft <laughs> and it's not going to like be it. Right. But it's going to give you a starting point from which to evolve. And like maybe a year later or six months later or five years later, you're going to look back and be like, Oh my gosh, everything's finally clicking for me. I think this is it. And then you decide that and you embody that, right. You don't wait for somebody else to come and tell you. And that's, you know, again, it's a hard, hard process for many of us who are used to getting, you know, the pat on the head or the gold star for figuring out the right answer. But this, there is no right answer. There's only your right answer that you decide, right? And you figure it out and you have to proclaim it and own it and embody it as your own. Um, the next misconception I wanted to say is, well, I don't think anybody really believes this, but in case you do, the misconception I wanted to say is that finding your purpose is easy. <laughs> um, and what I have found, and, and that once you've found your purpose, it's easy to step into. I've actually found that like there's stages, like finding and kind of acknowledging your purpose is a whole thing unto itself. And for my younger listeners out there, I'm sorry to say, I don't think it's very easy to find your purpose before your early 30s. 
Um, though you can be glimpsing hints of it. And that's because you haven't gone through your Saturn return, which will really tell you a lot about the ways in which you're expected to level up and like kind of be a mature person in this world and just time because like it's not like you know a five-year-old knows their purpose I mean maybe some of them do honestly I shouldn't give (laughs) no acknowledgement to children because they know more than most of us adults um but it requires time to understand your purpose because it it requires going through significant challenges because I'll, I'll be teaching this in the course but I think your your challenges are the bedrock foundation for discovering your purpose. You go through those challenges for a reason. Um, but once you've kind of ID'd your purpose and you're like, I think this is my purpose. I think people are like, that's great. That's it. I'll just do it. And actually it's really hard to step into your purpose and be led by it. Um, and it requires a significant amount of being with the fear and the discomfort of acknowledgement and changing your life to live your purpose. So I think there are some people who never discover their purpose and that's fine you know like it happens it's you'll come back in the next lifetime and have another shot right but there are some people who might sense it and know it and they don't want to look directly at it or acknowledge it and step into it and then there are some people who begin to know it and they take the steps to start living and it's too scary and it's too hard and they turn back and then there are people who kind of keep going for it even as difficult as it is so once you've like kind of ID'd your purpose, I think people feel like there's going to be a relief and an answer. And finally, this is going to be so easy. I'll know exactly what to do, but it still requires a significant amount of facing your fears and overcoming those and and working through them to be able to step into and be led by your purpose. And I think the final misconception about purpose I wanted to talk about was that your purpose is completely related to your talents, right? Like, you know, I'm a good writer and a good communicator and, you know, that's nice. I like those things about myself and I recognize those as natural abilities that I have. And those are an important part because they're the tools for which I, I believe that your natural talents are the tools through which you express your purpose, right? Like I'm not an artist, so there's a reason I'm not like out here painting because <laughs> I can't, I'm not a good painter. Um, but I am a naturally gifted writer and speaker and that is my tool. But like, there's a lot of other layers beyond that. Like your purpose to me is more about the challenges and the difficulties that you've gone through in your life. Um, and so it's, it's not about your talents. Your talents may, your purpose is not about your talents. They may be the tool through which you express your purpose and they're they're part of it, right? Because they're part of the expression of it in the world. But it's really more about your challenges. And when I look back about my challenges, my challenges are mostly about overcoming codependency and shame and low self-worth, right? And those manifest as like people-pleasing and perfectionism and fear. Um, and so, you know, in in the course, I'll have you look back and like ID specific challenges and, you know, understand the theme underneath that because my challenges all kind of looked very different right like definitely romantic challenges which I've talked about a lot but there have been like workplace challenges there have been like familial challenges there have been emotional challenges um business challenges (laughs) and to me the one theme that has underpinned them has been sort of uh my my low self-worth and my codependency and so to me my purpose has to do with overcoming codependency and you know for myself releasing that fear and also teaching people how to do it for themselves using my talents so you know if you're 
thinking about wondering your purpose, like ID your, your challenges, like what have they been and what themes are underneath them, right? That connect them, even if it doesn't look like it on the surface. So I'll be teaching that in the course too. So in the course, okay, so those are the myths. There's like a million more. Purpose is such a deep topic, right? Like, and I'm just a podcaster and the great philosophers of our lives have, have written about it. You know, you can read Viktor Frankl or anybody who, who, has really philosophized about purpose in a much deeper way. Um, but in the course, I wanted to explain to you how I'm going to teach you purpose. We are going to look at, I'm going to give you a lesson on like what I think purpose is and what's the point of it and how does it kind of manifest. And I'm also going to um, give you insights into astrological placements in your birth charts that will point to your purpose. I'm going to use a little bit of numerology that will also help you kind of point towards your purpose a little bit. And there's going to be a deep, deep self-reflective workbook um, about reviewing, you know, things in your life, talents, talents, challenges, and other things that will point to your purpose. And I'm going to give you a framework for creating the first draft of your purpose, right? Um, so you can kind of start to put it into words and put names to the things, right? And I think it's going to be, it's, just, it's how we're kicking off practical spirituality. I think it's going to be uh, a really beautiful part of it. I think it will be um, hard in a lot of ways because the purpose articulation is not like, again, it's not this easy thing like, you know, oh, light bulb, this is my purpose. You know, it's more of a slow unfolding um, and trying to draft it for the first time can be quite challenging if you haven't really given a lot of thought to this, but it's a starting point. And that's where I want people to be. I want this to be a really clear starting point for, for you all to step as deeply as you can into your purpose and put names to it. Right. And even to just start to admit to yourselves that you do have a purpose. That's a huge part of my spiritual belief system that everybody on this earth has, um, has their own particular purpose. And when we name it, we can be led by it, which again, doesn't lead to happiness necessarily, but it, it does correlate to more meaning. And that's the biggest thing that purpose has given me in my life is meaning. It gives me a framework and a context and an anchor for when I am undergoing challenges, I know that I will be able to, they're, they're here for a reason to teach me something that I can then express later to the world, or that will help me in my path. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel random anymore. Right. And I don't feel like a victim anymore, which I, for a long period of my life. I mean, it's still hard. Sometimes I'm like, why? Oh God. <laughs> but there's less like victimhood and chaos and confusion around it. You know, that's what I really see like in my clients and my students is like a deep, things feel random and hard and confusing for no apparent reason. And I've been there and it's like, why is this so hard for me? But it doesn't feel so hard for other people. And when you begin to articulate your purpose, you get clarity on, on the whys of what you're experiencing. So I offer that to you and I hope it's useful. I hope this podcast has been useful. I hope you will join us in practical spirituality, which closes for enrollment on April 5th, 2021, same day that we start. It's a beautiful community. We have like probably nearly 70 people in there, just spiritually curious women, right? And there's so many different like people in there. There there are people like me who are pretty pretty well versed in like tarot and astrology and and our spiritual beliefs. And then there are like total noobs who like have bought their first tarot deck. They have no idea what any of their birth chart says. So there's a huge range and all of it is welcome because we will be teaching you all of it, right? At any level. So 
If you're looking for a like-minded community of people who have these same questions, what's my purpose? How can it be revealed to me? Um, how can I start living a more purposeful, meaningful, spiritual life? Then Practical Spirituality will be the place for you. And I would love to see you in there. That's it for today. Um, sending love to you all. And if you have any questions about this, you can always email me at kathyandrews at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at kathyandrews and the link to enroll in practical spirituality will be in the show notes. Have a good one. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.